This is Kevin Castile, and you're listening to the Bar Stars Happy Hour. Coming to you from Las Vegas, this is the Bar Stars Happy Hour, a show for bar people by bar people. We'll get to know different bar stars from around the globe and serve up tips, tricks, and the untold tales of the industry. So whether you sling drinks in a bar or just enjoy a round or two, join us for happy hour, because this pod's for you. Happy New Year, everybody. My name is Tom. I'm Jackie. And this is the Bar Stars Happy Hour Podcast 2021. I have never heard you so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, small victories. Small 2020 victories. is over, folks. It's official. It's done. Bigger and better, onward and upward. Here we go. It's going to be amazing. We're so excited. We got a lot of things coming up. We're thinking videos. We're thinking... You know, the YouTubes, we're thinking a lot of cool things, a lot of cool content. Um, <laughs> we essentially started this in very late July, early August, let's just call it August. Um, and we ended the year uh, just eclipsing the 4,000 downloads, uh, streams uh, for, you know, 2021 episodes. I think that's pretty good. And we're just looking to keep growing. Today, however, we have episode 23. And episode 23 is... Uh, going to be a fun one. It's going to be a cool one. It's going to be... Sports. It's right up my alley. Sports. No pun intended. I like that. <laughs> right up your alley. I like it. Oh, right dear. up our alley. <laughs> we could be getting into some bad territory here. Branding. I like it. <laughs> we need a catchphrase. Um, we have a great friend of ours on the show, Kevin Castile, today. He's a huge Jordan fan, as I am, as most everybody on the planet is. Some people aren't, but... Um, hey, I liked the documentary. It's cool. I'm going to watch it again, all 10 parts. I just don't need him tattooed on my body, that's all. I could use a decal for the back of my truck. Though. No, veto. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk. Um, yeah, Who it's cool. doesn't I- love a good sports bar? And we're going to just jam out all about them today. So here we go. We are joined today for the greatest of all time edition, our sports bar edition, by uh, one of our greatest friends, actually, Mr. Kevin Castile. And uh, he is actually the guy that married us. Yeah, he did. I have to ask before we get into it, did you really have to make the greatest of all time episode number 23? 100%. (laughs) And there's a lot of stories that go back to that, but we'll get to those in a little while. Kevin, how are you, my man? Thank you for coming on the show. Sup? Sup? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is fun. We go way back. Um, we started working together at the Rio a long time ago, and yeah, we all did. We all did, yeah. But kind of before we all knew each other. Mm. Yep. Um, so we want to get to know a little bit about you. We'll get into some of these fun stories and the number twenty-three. We specifically wanted you on this episode number twenty-three. Um, <laughs> For a bunch of cool reasons, but this is going to be really fun. Um, but first, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how you ended up in Vegas. Well, uh, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. I was born there, then I moved to about 15 different states, and then ended up back in Memphis uh, when I was about 15. Stayed there until I moved out here. Barbecue land. Yeah. Dude, I bet you can. Well, I know you can throw down barbecue at the best of them. That's awesome. It's good times. So what's your story? You moved out here on a whim? Well, I was working at Fitzgerald's inside a, in Tunica. It's right outside of Memphis. Okay. Uh, and they have a sister property out here at the time. 
and I'd always told my friends back home <clears throat> that if uh, I could move to the West Coast again, I'd be all over it. I think everyone says that. The West Coast is the best coast. I can't believe I just said it. It doesn't snow here. That's true. <laughs> it's a little less humid. Like, it's just way better. So I was talking to my uh, the director of HR there at the time. It was a pretty small casino. We're all pretty close. And uh, that I had, had thoughts about moving out here. And all of a sudden, I get a phone call from the food and beverage director at Fitzgerald's. Oh, no. Offering, offering me a job. And he said, are you interested in learning how to flare? I'm like, absolutely. So I, I do not know this story. Honestly, I didn't even really think flair was a real thing. Like, uh, <laughs> I had seen it on TV. Sure. You know, an empty bottle exhibition flair. I didn't think you could really do it behind the bar. Little did I know. Yeah. You can. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd never been out here before. Uh, I threw my, my two dogs, my TV, and, and one of my best friends back home drove out here. <laughs> the important stuff, the essentials. Man, when I, Sounds like a familiar story. Yeah. When I came over that hill and saw those lights, I was like, wow. Yeah. I was amazed. Aww. Something about it, man. Like, there's people that have moved here, myself included, Jackie. I, yeah. You move here, and it kind of gets in your blood, and you leave. I left. I moved back to Michigan, and within a year, I was back here. Everyone comes back. Everyone comes back. It's just a weird thing. Well, I can't leave now. My my wife's entire family lives here, so <laughs> even if I wanted to go, I'm I'm here. Right. We're, we're We're stuck, too, so we're in it together. It's fine. So you moved here to work at Fitzgerald's, which is now the D, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, working with some pretty cool people. Michael Perea, I know, was down there. Rupert. Rupert, Rupert. King. Past guest was down there. That's amazing. Yeah. It's so we, amazing to think about. We had about another good, uh, good friend down there named Jason Standridge. It was basically the four of us. It was the first outdoor flare bar down there. Oh, wow. We literally had to pull it out of a, a closet but every wheels. day. Yeah. <laughs> and it took us two hours to set it up. Of course, mainly because Michael Priya didn't do very much. It was it was me and Rupert uh, setting everything up. But yeah, it was two hours set up, two hour breakdown. So it was, we were looking at 10, 12 hour days. But it was a good time. Really before there were any outdoor bars. Yeah. Especially on Fremont. It was the first one. The OG Outdoor Flare crew. So I didn't know anything about Flare at the time. I uh, came out, watched these guys for a couple nights. I was kind of in awe of it. Then I started practicing probably about eight hours a day because I was out here by myself. So uh, then, yeah, I was competing three months later. That's a lot, man, to go from not knowing anything to competing. Yeah, and my first competition was uh, Flips for Tips. I didn't know anything about it. It's the day of. I was driving by the home plate. Flips for Tips, T-I-P-S. I just want to clarify that. Continue. What, I sound like I said something about some boobies? <laughs> I was driving by home plate and saw that there was a bartending competition. So I jumped right in and I didn't take last. <laughs> that's good. Yay. That's good. That's amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. So I guess that's how we kind of informally met, right? There was a yeah. there was a bartending competition that uh, I still don't hear the end of, um, but it was up in Carson City. Yeah. And um, I, apparently I was pissed off and I, I didn't buy you a cocktail. Is well, this the story? <laughs> I, I had just started at the Rio. You know, I knew who you were. You didn't you didn't know who I was. You were kind of famous, whatever. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, so yeah, go. me and me and Michael Priya flew out to Carson City to get in this competition. It was probably my third competition. Uh we'd already done the qualifying rounds and you were upset about something. 
Do we but know what you were mad about? I don't because I actually qualified first above some, some pretty big names. So I know I was pissed off at the finals night for sure. But other than that, I don't. No, I don't. this was a qualifying night. I don't know what you're mad about. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe your bandana. You're so emotional. Your bandana was too tight or something. Yeah, it, was, I don't know. it was off center a little bit. I don't know. But there was just one little small bar there in the casino. And I, I walked into the bar, and it was you, a couple of other bartenders and judges sitting down. So I sat down with you guys, started chit chatting, and I got up and bought the whole table around. And about 30 minutes later, Mr. Tom Alley gets up and buys everybody at the table around but me. <laughs> Why did you do that? I didn't know that I did that. I didn't know. I just said buy him around and, you know, maybe you're in the bathroom or something. I don't know. <laughs> so everybody got a drink but Kevin. And uh, fast forward, I didn't really know that story until a while. Were until you a long drunk? time. Okay. Never well, no, we weren't. We weren't drunk. I don't think uh-huh. so. <laughs> yeah. So I, I got back to the Rio, and I was friends with a couple of bartenders there already, and I had told our buddy Mana about it. He starts laughing. Yeah, because Mana, I love you, Mana. It's not quiet about yeah, anything. Shout out to Mana. <laughs> so the funny part about it is, about two days later, I'm sitting at Shutters after work, and Tom comes and sits down next to me, and he says, "So I hear we have a problem." <laughs> so I'm thinking it's about that. I'm like, oh yeah. And he's like, yeah. Mana tells me that you're a bigger Jordan fan than me. And I'm like, oh well. And then of course I sit up straight in my chair, <laughs> pop my knuckles. And we literally sat there for six hours. Yeah. He turns and looks at me and he says, well I am. I said I don't think so. And so I decided to have a sit down and talk about it. And like he says, we were there. I think we walked out at 7, 8 o'clock in the morning, uh, broad daylight here in Vegas. and But, yeah, that was the, the birth of our friendship there that day. And I think that was our uh, – I mean, we've kind of taken the whole Buka thing to another level with our fantasy leagues, but we were drinking Sambuca all night from what I remember. Sounds oh, yeah. healthy. <laughs> yeah, you should have seen us walking down the hallway to get out of there. <laughs> Tom was leaning against the wall, and I told him, like, just just watch the blocks in the yep. floor. Just blocks. <laughs> blocks. Look at those blocks. They lead you out of the building to the the light at the end of the tunnel. It's amazing. Oh, and, of course, we took an Uber. We didn't drive. Yeah. Because <sighs> Uber existed back then. Right. <laughs> right. By the way, did you ever buy Kevin his drink? I'm sure by now we have. I mean, that was 15-ish years ago. Cool. Um, <laughs> But no, we actually sat there and we and we we bonded over Jordan and we bonded over nineties uh, basketball. Period. You know, nineties basketball and and uh, you know the number twenty three. I think I think we decided that in I, the bigger fan category, I won. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that. We decided. Let's just say we mutually decided that uh, Kevin has more memorabilia and I have more of the the clothing and the the, the swag. I guess. But, um, yeah, we're both giant fans. I have a tattoo. Uh, that's true, too. That is pretty permanent. Yeah. I mean, I love you, but that's... <laughs> you won't let me get a tattoo. You're afraid of needles. That's true. <laughs> there it is. Anyway, we are both giant Jordan fans, as I'm sure a lot of you listening are. Um, and that's why this is episode 23. This is the first of the new year. Happy 2021 to everybody. And we wanted to bring him on, and uh, 
for this special episode, and we want to get into, um, you know, our sports bar edition. And to do, uh, we used to play this game. We still play this game a lot called uh, Top Five. And you basically name a, a category, a topic, um, a sport, or whatever it is, and you say name your top five, whatever right. it is. Yeah, and who doesn't love a good sports bar? I mean, good thing you married a sports fan because I just think sports bars are the best. And honestly, they're... You know, if you're a sports fan, there's nothing better than going into a bar, grabbing a drink, and like you make friends with the people next to you, whether they're rival team fans or your own people. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a cool vibe. For sure. And, and it, especially being in the business, being in those bars when things go off, yeah. like that last second March Madness shot, yeah. you know, or game seven in hockey or whatever it is, NBA finals. Or if you're just sweating about your fantasy team. Yeah. Or that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. I know we all used to do that when we worked at Ibar. You sure did. Yeah, about that. Uh, <laughs> P.S. Yeah, this so, could be a long so, episode. He's got a lot of stories on us. Me, me and Tom used to work at the same bar, Ibar in the Rio. Jackie was our waitress. Mm-hmm. I was the service well bartender. You were a damn good one, too, might I add. Well, if I could get Tom to move out of the way, because he... <laughs> You guys weren't even together then. He just stayed in the well and ignored the entire bar, posted up, and I couldn't even make drinks around him because <laughs> you guys were all giggly and stuff. Well, okay. To be fair, you always wanted advice from me about your fantasy team. Yeah, she's hot, and she liked fantasy football. <laughs> and, you know, that was that. I got to flirt and, and get fantasy football advice. For like 10 years <laughs> prior to us getting... Uh, together this is good times anyway what happened this year oh we came in last we came in last for sure because i let tom run the effing team 2020 i let tom run the team and we kerplunked down we are all in the same it's called a buka brothers fantasy football league and buka brothers like sam buka brothers which are tom and kevin so exactly and I mean, this year is so fucked up. We let a rookie win it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. Oh, Tom, we love you. We love you, Tom. Mm. Episode was great. Can't wait to have you on the show again. <laughs> uh, so let's get into uh, our first segment, which is let's go over some not necessarily maybe top fives. We'll get to top fives uh, later, but let's go over some things that we think are important or would be really, really, really cool. In our own sports bar, if we owned it. Yeah, let's say. Let's top five things that the greatest sports bar would need. What are the top five things that it needs? I think TVs on the table is a must. Whoa. Like you have the big game on the big screen, but everybody's going to want to have that little side game that they want to keep an eye on. Hey, isn't there um, a sports bar? Well, I don't know if it's technically a sports bar, but um, God, I hope it's still open because of COVID. It's a little burger place um, at the the shops between the Luxor and Mandalay Bay. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's a little burger place. And in the booths, they used to have little TVs so you could watch ah. your own game. I'm sure a lot of restaurants do that. I just I know I've had a good burger there. That's definitely a good one. I like that. I've seen some places well, that actually have mini screens, and then you can get the volume for I've seen them before, too. But I feel like not only on these TVs that you can – watch your little side game. I think when you come in, there's an app that you, you can pick your own fantasy team for the day. Ooh, daily fantasy. That's in cool. A bar. And you can compete against everybody in the bar for prizes. 
and if like you come in yeah but for fantasy yeah love it and then if you come in late you just can't take the players that's already played but right, you know right, it's right. a weekly giveaway and then you bring up trivia i would think that as well i think you should be able to challenge another table to like almost like a jeopardy style trivia Ooh. like where you get to pick a category and whoever buzzes in first and but you play against another table instead of just everybody in the bar yeah. i do like that i love that because like even just bars with the trivia boxes, they're fun, but too, the, you know? The coolest thing I think would be super cool that I have not seen is, like, uh, food from certain cities and stadiums. Say, like, the Packers are famous for bratwurst. Kevin's giving away all the secrets right yeah. now, you guys. like. And then in Nashville, of course, you'd have the Nashville hot chicken, maybe gumbo for the Saints, but, like, have every team's food on the menu. I love I love it. We do some of that fun stuff for our fantasy league. Our fantasy league, you guys, is way over the top. But we've had a little touch of that with just some specialties from different places. But that's way cool. Like, you got then you're you're appealing to everybody. You've got your hometown flavors. You've got your hometown, you know, teams that you're rooting for. I think especially for things like the Super Bowl or things where it's only two teams. Now, if you it'd be hard to do on like a random Sunday when you got 16 games on or whatever the hell it is. But yeah, I mean, for Super Bowls or, you know, a final uh, March Madness or like game seven in hockey or something like that, that would be very, very cool. What do you think the two menu items would be for this year's Super Bowl? Ooh. Nashville hot chicken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you think the Titans are going to get make it to the Super Bowl? Maybe a bunch of cheese. Ah, all right. I was going, I was going gumbo and something. Have you, have you seen Derrick Henry run? Of course, I think they're making it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, another thing I think is really important or is really cool. We've been to a couple bars like this. Is to have all the memorabilia. Mm. I think it's cool to be put in that in that space. We went to a bar in Long Beach, I think, called Legends, and. It was one of the original sports bars there and one of the most famous ones. And, and there wasn't an inch of that wall that you could see. I mean, it was jerseys. It was memorabilia, helmets, everything signed. And it just puts you in that feeling of like, this is cool. Yeah, This is going to be really, really cool. Absolutely. I do think it's more fun now. I mean, Vegas just got sports teams, right? But before it was like a bar was a hole for like Patriots fans. Like this bar is a Patriot bar or Ugh. this bar is a Steeler bar. <laughs> We're going to give Kevin a bucket for that. But it's cool now because I think with the addition of the addition of professional sports, now we have bars where like you can have all that memorabilia. Like it is a night's bar, but like there's all sorts of other stuff too, because we have a lot of locals here, but we have a lot of, you know, transplants so you can root for the knights but you're also like a red wings fan at heart you know what i mean like that kind of thing yeah because everybody here is from somewhere else for sure what are some other things you think that are needed in the ultimate sports bar i think it matters that all your servers and all your bartenders are also sports fans i was just gonna say that that was my next one you stole it I, I we just are on the same wavelength. What can I tell you? I've taught you everything I know. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, I think it's important, very important to have an attractive staff. However, that staff needs to be knowledgeable. So if someone sits down and they want to start talking sports, that server's on it, that bartender's on it, they're ready to go. That is awesome. More than likely, people are going to stay 
if they know that the bartender is actually either rooting for their team or has knowledge about what the hell's going on. Yeah, and I think I've seen a few places really try to do that, but you can't, let's be honest, you can't teach sports knowledge the same as when you just love it and you want to talk shop with people. True. Like, it's just not the same. So I definitely think that's important. But like people that love sports, like I would love to work in a sports bar. Like that's the freaking dream. That would be so much fun. And I know, you know, regulars of mine that come in for March Madness and during football season, like it's just way more fun. And yeah, I think that's super important. The employees that you have. Uh, One more thing I think is really good. I think the sound system has to be awesome. I think it when you get that tinsy little TV sound that is not good, um, that surround sound almost puts you there in the atmosphere. And I think that bleeds into, I think you must have sound on big games, on big anything. I mean, you got to have the sound because you got to hear the calls. You got to hear the files. You got to hear the announcers, what's going on. And, uh, and just the crowd going off. If something big does happen, I think that's important too. Mm, I totally agree. I've spent the last like (laughs) seven years of my life watching the NBA finals with no sound. And I'm the one that ends up screaming and everyone's looking at me like, what are you doing? (laughs) Totally fine. Are there, um, any bars that you've been to Kevin, that you would say, this is, this is, if I could own this place, this is what I would do or favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Some of your favorite sports bars that you're just like, this was awesome. This place is bomb. I really enjoyed the ESPN zone when it was here in town. Yeah. Uh, RIP, because now it's gone. Yeah, I would have definitely tweaked a couple things in there, but I really liked the concept. Yeah, it was it was a fun place to watch the game. I there's one here now too, but you and I went to a Clippers game in LA, obviously at the Staples Center across the street. Um, I like the way that Tom's Urban is set up. Now I know that's a chain, and there's a Tom's Urban here in town too now. Um, but I love that one right across from the Staples Center. Like you can sit in an outdoor bar. There's TVs galore everywhere. I mean, it's it's a good time. And being across the street from a stadium is, you know. Yeah, that was the cool part. I mean, you're literally sitting on the sidewalk. You're getting served at the bar. You got the game on the TV. And then you look to your left and across the street is the stadium where the game's being played. Yeah. And people are all over the, the streets. And it's just it, that was a really cool setup for sure. Tom's Urban. Awesome. Um, I want to give another shout out to this bar we went to when we were in Boston. Oh, yeah. What was that place? I forget the name of it. We will look it up and, and definitely give them a shout out. But this place was really cool. You didn't even know there was a bar there. It was upstairs in some building across from the hotel we were staying at. And you walk in and it was just the largest, I mean, multi-room sports bar you could find with sound, giant TVs, all the way around the bar, they had the sound on, and then it turned into like a an adult's playground in the back. I mean, it was just um, kind of a Dave and Buster's. Nick Alani will know this bar. It's across from Yotel Boston, and it's upstairs, and there's like bowling alleys and TVs, and the bar is frigging huge. Like, it's, it, it's really fun. We watched the NBA finals there after I graduated. For my yeah. masters, that was really fun. All right, well, we, let's uh, let's play this game we always play. Mm-hmm. We always play this game. Usually, there's uh, quite a few beverages involved, and next thing you know, we look look up, and it's three hours later. Um, so this is going to be a little bit fun. It's not going to be that long. However, it's pretty cool. So uh, people listening to this, do your own top fives, 
and and do your own what what would I say? Because um, these are some pretty cool uh, topics, and they really really make you think. It's kind of like our fill the seats, but this is a fun little game. Uh, we're gonna call you top fives. Kevin is well. What is your top five? What are you What are you asking? Well, if we were to open up our own sports bar with all the things we just talked about, okay. What city would you want to open it up in? What city you think a good sports bar would thrive in? Okay, are we creating this top five list together? Yes, let's do a top five because we don't need to go through the 15. Okay. We don't know five each. Let's just do a top five. Let's throw five cities out there that we think would be perfect for the best sports bar. Oh, this is hard. Shouldn't be that hard. I'll go first. I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say Nashville. If I was going to open up something, I think it's cool. Um, you know, Kevin obviously is familiar, and Jackie, you're a little bit familiar with Nashville. I've never been there, but it seems like every musician in the world goes to Nashville. That's and it, ju- it just seems like a really cool city that if you opened a bomb sports bar, and especially now with the Titans getting good and, and you know, Memphis on the way up and coming up, it, it seems like a really cool city that uh, would kind of take off. I, I agree. Kevin, what's your choice? Well, he stole that one. but uh- Oh, oh. Uh, I I'd say Boston, like it's, it's it's old school and everything, but I I've never been there, but I'm intrigued by it. I You'll feel like it. it's a it's a, an amazing city, yeah, filled with history and sports history. And you are gonna have to deal with Patriots fans there. No, it's there's a there's gonna be a sign on the door. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no Patriots fans allowed. Yeah, it's gonna be right next to the. You have to wear your mask sign. You have to take your Patriots shit off. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that dynasty is over, though, now, officially, Cam Newton. Uh, so we're not going to have to hear about them for a little while, hopefully. Yeah, but Boston fans are diehards, so you might have... A- I'm okay with Celtics fans. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess we're doing a no football bar there. That's good. I love it. Um, I'll just have to take off on Sundays. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing that's interesting because if you own your own sports bar or you work in one, I don't really feel like working on Sunday is all that bad. No, it's awesome. Working in a bar that doesn't play games and doesn't like have the sound, that frigging sucks. Yep. Because then you feel disconnected from everything. Yep. But like how great is it to get paid and be in on all the fun? Oh, yeah. You get paid to hang out with your friends and... and on top of that, make some tip money and you get to watch all the cool sports happen and all the moments. You don't have to catch them on sports center afterwards um, on, on multiple TVs. And you don't, you're not just sitting at the house watching on one TV. Yeah. It's like a big setup. My city, Tom's going to roll his eyes. Cause I think he knows what's coming. I would say San Diego for a million reasons, but number one, it's unfair that the chargers moved and you're starving for sports, and I'm sad, and it's just awful. However, a sports bar on the beach is like, Jackie can die happy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that's just all I would want in life. And I love San Diego, so that would be mine. Kevin, you got any more? Any more cities? Yeah, I'd love to open up one in Knoxville, Tennessee. It's uh, Oh, there you go. It's is a Tennessee show. Well, I mean... <laughs> It's completely different than Nashville, though. Like, it is a college town. Like, it is all about SEC football, SEC basketball. Oh, like, you know that I love so, me some SEC football. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Nashville, you, you can do the Titans and you can do the Preds and everything, like pro teams. But mm-hmm. Knoxville is 100% college. Like, the McDonald's on the main street in Knoxville is orange. 
<laughs> I, I would have to I would have to learn to like that color orange. Okay, since we're on SEC football, real fast. Oh, National boy. championship pick. Not uh, as for <laughs> because here it is. We love SEC football, but I'm going Clemson. I still got to go Alabama. Oh, it hurts. Ooh. Trust me, it hurts. P.S. Guys, I've been uh, dealing with these two going back and forth with the Florida Tennessee games for a very long time now, and it gets a little uncomfortable sometimes. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you've taken your frustration out on some Jim Beam. Of course I have, because <laughs> my Michigan Wolverines are terrible. Um, yeah, so I don't really talk about them a whole lot. Speaking of, well, now I'm just going to shoot the sports questions at you, because this is our sports happy hour NBA championship pick. It's really early, I know. Man, we're just flying off the cuff with these questions. Sorry, I'm having <laughs> uh, a good time. Anybody but LeBron? Okay, that's fair. Preach. Okay, but now you're, you only eliminated one team there. Well, I'd love to say my Grizzlies, but they got no chance. Um, I think the field's open this year a little bit more. Well, we've already got two major injuries, so I don't think that's going to happen. John Morant, we're thinking about you. Um, I'm going to have to go with the Clippers, I guess. <gasps> they choked last year, but maybe they can pull together this year. If it weren't for COVID, I would go hug you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie's so happy right now. That's amazing. Uh, all right, I'm gonna. I mean, shit, you got to do it right and do it right. You might as well do it here in Vegas. Might as well put a bomb sports bar together. Uh, not so corporate, not so whatever. But I mean, if if one dude were to come out and just if we, that'd be awesome. Uh, were to come out and say this is everything we want in a sports bar. I don't know that I would put it on the strip to be honest, but mm-hmm. you would blow it up and just make it make it amazing with drink specials and food specials and and. You put it in Henderson or Summerlin or something like that. Yeah, I mean, you in this city, I mean, you can get people to come. You can get you know celebrities and basketball and football players and whoever else to come to the bar. And uh, we know Cody Tomboli, who's our man, and he he kind of uh, knows a lot of these stars as well. So I mean, I think you know, even if we involved him, it'd be a good time. Yeah, it'd be really fun. And to be honest, like we're talking about Cody, I love his spot in Henderson because it doesn't feel so fancy and strip like and celebrity chef this like it's it's beautiful and upscale but it's not that which we all are accustomed to so it's it's super cool before we get to fill the seats and believe us there are three good ones we got to give a shout out to our sponsor rx plus massage and erica krupp she is amazing. New year, new you. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Uh, begin 2021 right. And uh, head on over to her Instagram page, RX Plus Massage, and uh, book yourself a freaking service. You deserve it. It's about time. Get your body ready. It's going to be a good time. Uh, you can fix your shit. You can relax your shit. You can, I almost said stretch your shit. That's probably <laughs> not it. <laughs> you could do that too. Oh, Erica, add that one to the menu. Um, we love her and we love her service. We love her business. We love her place. Um, you can even shop for art down there while you're getting a service and it's really cool. So go get your butt kicked by her and you'll feel like a million bucks. Guys, you want to walk in and say you can go as hard as you want. You can't hurt me. Bullshit. She can hurt you for sure. <laughs> um. In yeah. the best way possible. <laughs> it's great. Do yourself a favor, book your service, and mention Bar Stars 
when you arrive for your service and she'll give you $10 off. Super cool. Definitely check out Erica Krupp and RX Plus Massage. Let's fill the seats, Kevin. Three seats All right. at your bar, but sports stars. And... Oh, you're switching it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all know who he's going to say, so can I eliminate one? Oh, it's his ah, seat. Damn it. Fill the damn seat. Fine, you get four. You get four. Kevin, you are the only guest on this show to get four seats. Well, I got to have all sports people. Because it's the sports edition. <sighs> all right. Well, of course, Michael Jordan. Not just because he's a goat. Um, but I grew up in a pretty rough neighborhood. Could have gotten into a bunch of bad things if I wanted to. But instead of doing that, I was on the court trying to be like Mike, just like the commercial uh, says. So it kept me nice. out of trouble watching this guy his whole career. Yeah. I know everybody says he don't tip. I don't care. I don't I just want I just want to talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to get inside the mind of greatness, man. I'm telling you. Like this to me, like, yes, number Jordan wore twenty three and forty five and he, yeah, we were, that's what you think of when you see the number 23 to me it's greatness i mean you look at greatness that's why when people see the Jumpman logo right now like that to me doesn't say michael jordan that to me says that's greatness that yeah. that's a, that's a uh logo that is put on almost every collegiate and professional team in sports right now and how long has he been retired it's unbelievable <laughs> yeah like but that's that's a brand in its of itself um but yeah to me that's 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 just greatness, man. I think that's a cool story. Michael Jordan's at your bar. That's awesome. Yeah. Who else is there? Peyton Manning, of course. This is where I was going to veto you because <laughs> I knew it was coming. You know what? I love Peyton Manning. I mean, obviously as a, a sports figure, but as like a human being, first of all, he's freaking hilarious. Yeah, he is. Uh, I watched, I'm not a golf fan. Sorry, Tom, love you. But I've watched both matches or, or both tournaments kind of with him in it. He's hilarious and he's fun and he's a great TV personality. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be, he'd be a fun chat. Mm. I think he'd be like a good bar patron. For sure. He probably, he probably drinks like something weird, like white Russians or something, but it's going to say white Russians. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see him pounding down a crown and coke. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, this one uh, you probably won't get from me, but uh, Darren Waller, the tight end from the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. He's got an amazing story. Really? And if anybody out there has time to look it up, yeah, it's a very touching story. Oh, I actually love Darren Waller. He's the only jersey I want because his number is 83 the year I was born. I'm old. Let it go. That's actually cool because he's a fairly – a new player in the league and he's making waves in his play for sure. And not a lot of people, when you become a superstar or one of the top in your position, a lot of people don't really pay attention to your story and how you got there. Like we've said before that overnight success has taken decades to produce. And it's cool to look back on people like that and see their story. That's, that's a really cool pick. You get one more. Cause I gave you one extra. I'd say Reggie white. The Minister of Defense. Nice. This list is good. It is good. I'm kind of curious too. You know, the sports bars are awesome and everything, but when you when the volume's not on, you got to have good music. And I know you probably got a top three of good music, and we share a lot of music back and forth. Uh, this would be actually really cool to hear. We're gonna we're gonna give them another. Yeah, we're gonna get do another kind of fill the seats, but we're gonna do a uh, 
music musicians and and, and people of that nature because I know Kevin's big into that. Yeah, that's that's why I was upset about sports. Oh. <laughs> uh, Chris Cornell, by far, uh, he's my favorite musician of all time. So I'd I'd love to sit down and chat with him. Okay, I kind of knew that was coming. Oh wait, are we playing too? No. Oh, I want to play. Well, we can't let's throw names out then. That's fine. Brent, um, Brent Smith from Shinedown. Yeah. He took mine. I he took mine. This is why I wanted to play so that I could say it first. That's why. That's why I jumped in there. You asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love, uh, dude. I love his voice. I'm gonna take my ball and go home. I don't want to play no more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's who's your next one? Uh, Chester Bennington. A lot of people don't like Lincoln Park, whatever, but I actually yeah. loved Lincoln Park and his voice. And I've seen him live multiple times. And to carry that that tone, yeah, live, yeah, is unbelievable. But I would really like uh, to talk to twenty three year old me. Wow, that's a good one. That is a really good one. What would you say? Well, I'm super happy where I'm at with my family, my kids, my career, my extended family out here. Yeah. I, I, I love where I'm at. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I just would like to talk to me and maybe choose a couple different roads on how to get here. I, I, that is life advice. Like I think, well, for sure, for Tom and I, like I obviously went, we ended up together, but we would, <laughs> I would choose a few different roads to get here as well. I mean, I think though what that shows is like you took the time and the journey and you learned, right? Like most of it, yes. But there's still everybody's got those decisions. That of they're like, man, if I would have just not taken that detour, yeah, you know, totally get it. Things would be a little different. It's true. It's true. And I think that that's amazing. And I think that's a very important thing for the first episode, our episode of 2021, is that. Look at yourself and evaluate yourself and your life and where you want to be. And if it's not where you want to be, change it. Yeah. If you're not doing what you want to be doing, change it. It's only a day, but it signifies a lot. It signifies, you know, a new year and a new beginning if you want there to be one. I think that's one of the best um, people you could have at your bar. I mean, damn, I'd have myself at 23 for sure <laughs> sitting at my bar. And I'd say, sit look, sit your butt down, sit your ass down. <laughs> We need to have a conversation. Yep. And yes, things would definitely have gone differently. But like you said, Jackie, you live and you learn. And, you know, you are who you are because of those things. So you don't really want to take those away. But you do. But you want to learn. <laughs> but you do want to take them away. Um, you just wish you could learn the lessons a different way sometimes. But, you know, is what it is. And honestly, you guys, like, I'm not a big fan of New Year's. I actually really don't like it. But this year is different. And I think 2020 has just been a period of adjustment and crisis and commotion and just turmoil. And, you know, you never really know what tomorrow brings. And we all know that, but you kind of forget it in the mundane, like, parts of life, right? And yes, Tom is right. It's just a new day. January 1st is no different from January 2nd. So... If you start out on January 1st and things aren't great and, you know, you have a diet plan and you you mess up or you, you know, have a goal and maybe you missed it for that day, don't give up because January 2nd 
you can start all over again. And, you know, January 10th, it can be a brand new year too for you. So I think if 2020 has taught us anything, it's to live in the moment and uh, you get a brand new day tomorrow to try again. Absolutely. Let's move on to another top five edition real quick. Um, The sports bar thing is amazing and we're going to open one one of these days. However, we're going to take you inside one of our drunken nights at a fantasy football draft or a random Thursday. Um, (laughs) Top five's all-time favorite starting list. If you had one dream squad, Kevin, who would your top five be in the NBA? Of course, Michael Jordan, guard, uh, Kevin Garnett and Kevin Durant forwards. Kim Olajuwon as my big man, and I'd move Magic to point. That's a great team, by the way. Holy bananas! I mean, I'd love to put Kobe on there. A, but a lot of big boys. You got a lot of tall dudes on that team. A lot of dudes that can shoot. <laughs> so this is like just your favorites, like your personal greats, right? It's not necessarily saying that that would be the all-time best team but this is the players i would yeah because there's the whole like old school style new school basketball debate where like you know you can't even breathe wrong without getting called right stole the dream damn jackie how's yours looking okay well mine's more of a these are some of my favorite people um well i would pick ray allen uh and westbrook who by the way love playing for the wizards this is great uh Kawhi leonard have to go Homer, Dennis Rodman, because he's a badass. And by the way, um, if you have not seen that 30 for 30, uh, is it called Rodman? Yeah, it's awesome. It's freaking great. And talk about guys with stories. Like, yep. love it. And um, I got to go Shaq. I'm a, I'm a Magic fan at heart, too. You stole that Shaq from me, too. It's okay. Um, my top five, I'm going to go because we can't really do the same person other than the GOAT. Um, I'm going to do MJ. I'm going to do uh, MJ number two. I'm going to do Kobe. He, I wish I wish that he had had the chance to be a coach. Amazing. He would have been amazing. Brilliant, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do Steph Curry, one of the greatest shooters of all time. I'm going to do primetime Charles Barkley. And I got to go back and get the all-time leading scorer in Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So those are those are our starting fives, yeah. our top fives. Dude, can you imagine those 15 basketball players in a bar? Well, I think Rodman would start a bar fight. I would hope it. That would happen. It's probably happened because a lot of them are 90s players. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'd probably start a bar fight with himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Kevin, thank you so much, man. This is, you know, the GOAT edition and uh, our episode number 23. And number 23 is special to both of us and uh, all of us, actually. And uh, this has been really fun, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And we can't wait for you to come back, my man. We're going to do another another list next time you come back. So you might you're going to be our top five guy for the for the podcast. Thank you, guys. Uh, Can you can you get me that drink now? I will now buy you a drink. Yes. Thank you. 15 years later. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, Kevin. Bye. Damn, I'm supposed to got to buy him this drink now. <laughs> I'm sure that this has happened over the years already, but that's fine. The next well, one's on us, Kevin. <laughs> next one is on us. Yes, what a great interview. Um, I thought him wanting to talk to his 23-year-old self was one of the best fill the seats I've heard. Honestly, like, 
who who wouldn't go back and really just face yourself and go, what the F are you doing? <laughs> Man, I would love to do that. Yeah, you, you, well, that's a whole nother few episodes, but I love you. And here we are. So I could talk about sports bars all day long. Uh, tell us your favorites, right in, check us out at barstarspodcast.com, become a regular, write us a note, write us a review, check out our socials, you know the drill. Facebook and Instagram at Bar Starts Podcast. Also, if you get a chance, we were lucky enough this past week to be on Behind the Glass with Dean Sernils. So much fun. And have one drink with Dean Sernils. And it turned out to be a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, definitely check it out. He's got a cool new show going on on YouTube, Behind the Glass with Dean Sernils. And one drink with Dean Sernils. Definitely, definitely check it out. 2021, if this is the first episode you have heard of us, thank you very much. Uh, episode 23, we have 22 more, and we're <laughs> going to keep coming out with more episodes and more content um, for our regulars So in our community that we are building. So thank you, and uh, go back and listen to all the extremely cool episodes we've had before and guests, and um, we're going to be a whole lot better in 2021. So yeah, we're rolling with this thing, you guys, and... Uh... We can't wait to see you next time. So, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Cheers. The last guy on the mic gets to say he's the bigger Jordan fan. I win. <laughs>